0: Hi guys, welcome to episode 16 from Two and the Tackle. First episode back for the new season. Anyway, uh, we just talk about the round of footy, me and Kaz catch up. Uh, We talk about the refs, we talk about the Raiders, we talk about our thoughts on the new rule and, and just our opinions on the game. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy the show and roll the intro. Kaz, mate, how are you? Right,
1: fantastic.
0: Fucking beautiful. Good to hear. Good to right. hear.
1: It was, it's always good off the, the back of a weekend of of footy, isn't it?
0: Of oh, rugby, rugby, know, rugby, rugby. We missed it.
1: We missed it. You right know, I missed in. that feeling looking into the weekend. Yeah. I was like, man, I've just pumped to watch some footy. Like, I
0: can turn the TV on and sport is on. Yeah. I just, I, I, I picture it to be, I've never been a drug addict, lies, but I've never been a drug addict, lies. and uh, I imagine, you know, if they didn't have their, their hit for a little while and then they finally got their hit, that's what it felt like for me as so like, a Yeah. No, it's
1: just good. And it was, re- it was a real appreciation. What we what we lost, and I think that's why. Look, it was obviously it was a great round of footy. Yep. Don't get me wrong; it was a great round of footy, um, but it was you know I think no matter what the games were, it was going to be a great game and a great weekend because everyone was just going to be happy. Footy's back; and we're just going to love it because we, we haven't had it for two months. Yeah, you know, yeah. we
0: really missed it. Yeah, we missed it. Um, one of the things that I want to get started with is. When you halve the amount of do you halve the amount of whinging about the rifts. Simple as that.
1: Yeah. It's good. You know, it's sort of, it's, it's, you know, it's taking out that, you know, it's, I guess it's one of those things like, if you really want to, you could probably blow a penalty on, you know, every it's second possible. tackle. You yeah. know, you really could, like, if you wanted to pick something out. So it's, it's not, it's not about, it's about controlling the match and letting them, you know, not, not letting it be about you. Yeah. If, if we don't notice the referee, the referee had a
0: fucking great day. Like an example of what you mean by you could blow a penalty at every every instance, but they don't all the time. Joe Amarni got pinged for a penalty for being offside in the first half. He was offside. Yeah. deserved to get penalised. But one of Luke Lewis's greatest ever tries, he was more offside than Joe Amarni was the other day. Correct. And he went to length of the foot. Like... And no one blew a penalty. And and they thought it was and the a great. They say he's 30, 40, 50 years old, or whatever. All oh, these, the cut was offside. I'm sorry, but he was offside.
1: And look, things and things started to get a bit more technical in the in the tackles, you know, over you know over time as it as it got. Uh, I think all the guys got bigger and stronger and fitter and faster, and coaches got smarter. And you know, there's so many things to look at. They're trying to police so much, and I think they they were caught. Trying to, in trying to clean it up, they'll try they to show more, their work. They made it more, made it more yeah. um, So just let it be, you know. put
0: it in mm-hmm. a little bit. That's that's it. Just it just flowing. It was great. It was yeah. Great. All right. Now, obviously, we'll we'll get it. We'll start. We'll go over the games from the weekend. Uh, but the first thing uh, before we do that, sorry, we we do have to talk about what what did you think of the the new interpretation of the rule or the introduction of the new rule? Anyway.
1: Uh, the six again.
0: Yep, that's it. Sorry, yeah, the no, six
1: I again. I was uh, I was unsure how it was going to go. Um yep. Obviously, uh, in how they were going to use it. I guess the one thing I noticed was it was um, I didn't really notice it the first few times that it was called because it's you know it's just like six again. Like it's not like you know uh, it's it's not because it's not a penalty. You're not hearing that whistle, so you're not really alerted to it in in as you're watching the game if you're not quite paying attention so I didn't really pick up on it but you just could move on with it like and then it sort of made me a bit more aware of it um, but it sort of it influenced some matches and, and others not so much you know like I think there was only two six again calls in the Roosters South game yeah. but there was a lot in. there was a few, a few games where teams got a bit of momentum and it really kind of felt like it could dictate terms
0: yeah so. It, 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 it sort of reminds me a little bit of, you know, at first you probably think it's going to be a drastic change and you're going to see, you know, Damian Cook's just coming to their, their own and, you know, maybe there's going to be slow hookers. They're not going to really do the same, have the same impact on the game as they used to. But it's, it, it actually is a little bit like the, the seven tackle rule where they introduced that uh, when they introduced the seven tackle. It actually makes the game play better. So the kickers were actually being uh punished more for a poor kick and and uh in turn they actually improved the kickers. Yes. The kicking improved. So with this as a defensive side you never ever where you got where you get caught out by those fast hookers is, is in the middle of the field. Yep. So it was so it was from red zone to red zone I was calling it from 20 to 20. Is where you probably get caught out by those faster players in and around the ruck, right? Never in the history of the game had a coach set regularly as a strategy or a tactic to purposely give away a penalty in that area. So no way. what it actually is doing now is, is if that does occur, if that does occur, the punishment now is probably going to be a lot more costly than it used to be. But in the same... At the same breath, you don't really need to change too much. So if you go back to the kicking, obviously you needed to change your kicking. You need to be better at kicking. So there yeah. you need to change. But the punishment for a poor performance or a poor execution is a lot worse. So the yeah. punishment for poor uh, defense or poor wrestle, and I know it's poor wrestling, I know it sounds bad, but that poor slowing down of the play the ball. Yeah. And, you know, I spoke to the res- our resident first grader uh, of Two in the Tackle, uh, Mr. Simons, Tommy Simons. First grade game Shout for out. for the Roosters and the Seagulls. And I've chatted to him about it a little bit. And uh, he said the wrestle is just another word for just trying to slow the play the ball down. And so when they're worried about all these wrestling and, oh, we don't want to see jiu-jitsu in the game and rah, 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 rah it, it's It's the whole purpose of the sport we want
1: it to be faster
0: it's the whole purpose of the sport is to dominate the person who's got the ball and um, so there's like a bad stigma attached around it but that's what the game's always been just they've gotten better at doing that now it's evolved they've just gotten better at doing that um, but then he also mentioned he doesn't want to he doesn't want the game to change to a point where they just start pouring through the middle and there's no actual play of the game it's just
1: yeah there was a lot of the there was a lot of just one pass off the rock and just guy's being
0: quick like and it was like touch footy in some instances yeah you know
1: teams don't need to be expansive and try and pop as much stuff team they can just kind of really march up the field with that.
0: Yeah, but then, and it was so, already
1: kind of like that, you know, you know a lot of good teams will do that coming out of their end. You know, the wingers will get in and scoot. and You know, uh, guys like Ferguson and Tupo and you know, Tedesco and whatever else, they're powering up through in, in and out of the ruck and popping in and around. But now it's just sort of kind of accelerated for them. It's kind of I, like, here's some steroids.
0: Because of the, the eight games over the weekend, really only three of them are pretty close. All the rest well, of them, yeah. The well, balance. it was
1: over the weekend. If you were a punter,
0: yep.
1: Yeah. In eight games, yeah. Six of them were thirteen plus. Yep. Yeah. One was one to twelve. And one was a draw. And one was a draw.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Three so. teams
1: basically got put thirty. Thirty got put on them. Um. Now the storm, the storm Raiders game. Now that was a good game, but the storm, the Raiders were just sort of all over them, really, weren't they? But yeah. that wasn't a. It wasn't a toweling, but
0: it was a, we pull your pants down in Melbourne again, though. Yeah, well, the way that the Raiders played, and Wallace will start on talking about the games, to be fair, but the way that the Raiders played, there was no team that would have beaten them that that, that game. That's the wow. best. That was the best performance over the weekend. But as a Raiders fan, it's probably something to be worried about a little bit. Maybe I'm just trying to, you know, poke a few holes in their balloon, but uh, you, I couldn't see them getting better than that. They believe they can, and that's, you know, credit to them. I've heard Josh Hudson you, well, you tonight you on, can't on see them better than that. Are You can Are you saying they can't get better than round one or, sorry, one round three, three um, <laughs> with
1: 17 rounds to go and a final series, yeah. potentially?
0: Uh, yeah. You can't see
1: them get any better. You've already decided from one look, you've got them figured
0: out. Not figured out. I just think that that performance on the weekend is going to be t- tough to beat for the rest of the year and do that for th- 20 more weeks. I
1: guess we'll see. You know, there's a challenge to the Raiders fan. You know, I knew that Ricky
0: Haight wouldn't die. Well, if you ask me now who's the best team in the comp, the Raiders are the best team in the comp. But it's not about being the best at the moment. It's about being the best later on in the season. You want to show good signs, and they've got plenty of good signs, that George Williams um, showed that he's He's up for it. He's up for it. He's up for it. I like the way he defended, too. Yeah, well, that's what you... He just rips in. And and the beauty of it is is um he did, like they were talking about how he was just very just did his job, which is the perfect thing, which is what you want in any player. But the thought, the thing that I find so crucial for him is that he has Hodgson as his half as his hooker. That's the most important thing for him is that exactly there's right, a guy yeah. that can sort of uh, work with him. And you
1: know Jack right? White and just like there's a five eight you want to have next to you too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he looks also for like halfback as well. For
1: different reasons, but Whiten's getting, you know, is is growing in that sense as well. Like he's a, you know, with his kicking game and, and the way he's sort of leading that team around too. Yeah, yeah. No, they it's they're they're a,
0: they're a strong team. They're a strong team. And,
1: and, I very, well? I was quite. I was interested. This is what I wanted to. I, I looked back on this. I've been interested. In, you know, we've seen it happen with teams that make the grand final, and. um, and lose, and then what happens the next year? Yeah, yeah, you said they went So I yeah, sort of wanted yeah. to go back over the N earlier. Yep. Yeah. Over the N earlier. So um, what I found was um, five times yeah. uh, the team missed the finals the next year.
0: Yep. Yeah. Five times out of how many? 20? 22? Yeah,
1: out of 20. Out of 20. So, uh, 21. Yeah, 21. Yep. Uh no, it's a twenty-two. Yep. Uh, five times they won the grand final. The year after. Yep. Okay. yeah, yeah. Now, now, now. Bear in mind, it does include. That's including the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, yeah. Period. But look, that's look. It's still kind of just what happened from a team that played in that game the year previous. Now they perform the next year, yep. regardless. Yep. Um, and one time they made the grand final, lost. But, Lost
0: the made the grand final and lost again, yeah. Yeah, that so, the, was that the worst The, chooks. the yeah. chooks, yeah. On Melbourne, so they it was, made the but grand it was final.
1: actually a really weird anomaly because in 2005, 2006, 2010, 2011, both grand finalists missed, missed the finals the next year.
0: Really, did 2011 the Dragons no, miss the finals? Uh,
1: 2005, 2006, 2010. Sorry. In those years. So, the in 2005, oh yeah. previous year, was yeah, the Roosters yeah. and the Bulldogs. Both missed the finals next year. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And the, and and the, and the storm got the, time, got the thing taken off on in then, 2010.
1: So you, had, so, you had... When you first, you had... 2005 was weird. What the hell happened in 2005? You had um, Roosters and Bulldogs. Roosters made the three grand finals in a row. Bulldogs that had that massive year in this point shade and whatever. And then they come back and win. Both missed the finals next year. Then two teams that didn't make the actually no the Cowboys made it the year before the Tigers didn't they both make the finals
0: then they both missed the finals the next year yeah there was an injury or something that with the Cowboys I think but anyway yeah, it sure. doesn't matter we're exactly. confusing we're confusing because no one's keeping up with the numbers and all that shit but um yeah you're right the Raiders are showing that they're not going to really be those teams that are going to miss the eight and no. and, and just no. another another point to what I was saying in terms of their performance of how it's going to be tough to beat is. How many times is a team going to perform better than beating Melbourne and Melbourne in a season? Do you know what I mean? Like that's probably going to be the the best performance you're going to get all year.
1: Like, I think that's a, I think that's a tad early to call.
0: Well, you tell you, you tell me a better I win think, than that.
1: Well, we've only had fucking one round.
0: No, no, no. You tell me a better win than beating Melbourne and Melbourne?
1: Exactly. I don't think that Beat no. the Roosters? I, no, no, I don't think that matters. I, I think in the context of the season. <laughs> Mel- what if Melbourne are 4th or 5th, you know, 4th, 5th, 6th, somewhere throughout the year and in round, round 16 and then you've got to go and play um, uh, against another side?
0: Yeah, okay. You know, but you- but I w- I w- I'll confidently say, especially over the last 15 years, that beating the Storm in Melbourne... Will be a team's best performance in that year. Okay, the Roosters well, last year.
1: I think. If, I think in missing a lot of vari- multi variables that you know could make that team's best performance of the year Disregarding disregarded of just beating Melbourne and Melbourne. Yeah.
0: Okay. Fair enough. And maybe <laughs> maybe they might perform yeah. better. But when I watched that game, I watched that game and went, "We wouldn't have beaten them tonight." And and then I thought, "Well, they're going to have to do that for the rest of the year if they want to win it." And that's the question. They have to perform like that at the end of the year. And if you can do that, then you deserve to win the comp. You definitely deserve to win the comp. But I just feel as though if, if that's the benchmark that where the Roosters, they play pretty good against South. But you could yeah, tell, watching playing. the Roosters, you could tell there was plenty more that they could they needed to improve on. Yeah, correct. That that that's all I'm getting at. I'm not saying that they're not gonna get better. I just thought if that's that, that that's a big performance. Now they have to do that. They have to maintain that, or they have to taper off and then come back up again. Essentially, do you exactly. know what I mean? That, that's all I'm, look, you know, that's
1: and, all I'm saying. And look, that's all I'm saying. And to another question to Melbourne, who you know, look, not not don't want to take anything away from Canvas' performance. You know, they yeah. defended fantastically, and they were they were great. They beat Melbourne, in Melbourne again, um, but Melbourne weren't Melbourne like, you know. And they, you
0: know, is just, obviously it's, it's just. One what about game. what about Melbourne? But every
1: year they're like the Spurs, you know. Melbourne, when, Melbourne play. Change.
0: Yeah, but Melbourne play with the Raiders. The grand finals from last year, the Raiders put on a performance that an unbel- a performance that is, if they'd done that in the grand final, they probably would have got the job done. Yeah. So, if the Melbourne Storm played played against the Raiders and got beat, and they get a fucking spray from their coach and then the Dragons get beat 18-0 by the Warriors and their coach is saying I trust my team yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean that just sort of highlights the where it they does. are as, as institutions really uh, it also it, it shows the level of um,
1: situation you're in as well you know Which you're yeah obviously you know that's the expectations that come with where those teams and where those coaches are
0: um, he, yeah, he says... It it tells the whole story. He, he trusts his team. You just got beat by a side that are living in a camp away from their family on the central coast and they've had to do two quarantines and you're saying you trust... It. You got beat by the Warriors who granted uh, completed 46 or 48 sets of some sort. Unbelievable. Which is a big effort, but... That just that tells me that there wasn't much being done with the ball. Especially from the Warriors. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's the fucking Warriors. Yeah,
1: exactly right. And, Do they, know what and I mean? They, and there really wasn't. And so really simple.
0: So they held on to the Okay ball. okay, say they don't score So they score one try, they beat you six. You couldn't score against them? It's the Warriors.
1: The Warriors played well, man. They were good. They Balls played
0: well. I'm not i I'm not taking any credit from the Warriors. I'm talking about the Dragons here. And you're yes. going to tell me you trust this team?
1: Yeah.
0: So before at the beginning star. of the year, at the beginning of the year, I said they're going to make the eight. I said that. <laughs> I, I've got egg on my face, and I look like a fuckwit. I don't look like a fuckwit, but I sound like an idiot. Just, I could do that on my own, my own behalf anyway. And then, then they do that. They perform like that. It's just unacceptable. It is. Look,
1: it's, it's, I'm sure there's a lot of Dragons fans out there who are up in arms, and they... Look, I mean, they were the signs
0: up for him two years ago, so... Um, Hail Mary. Uh,
1: look, I, I don't expect to see uh, uh, Mary there for too much
0: longer. Yeah, well, he doesn't deserve to be there, and so does a lot of that roster, really. But we won't go into details of the roster. Um, mm. I do want to talk about our game, the Roosters and the Rabbitohs. What, what yeah. did you think of that game? Yeah,
1: mate, that was great. Brilliant, that was that was Roosters footy. Tedesco was sensational. Um, We were physical, we defended well. Didn't seem too different in comparison to the other games, I thought. Like it was still fast, but not that, but you know, not loads of these six again calls and still got a lot of penalties. It was a typical kind of uh, Roosters South game, but we just our, our defense owned it. Bradley was awesome,
0: yeah. Randy was incredible. Uh, one thing that I um, want Tedesco, to say about I think South Tedesco,
1: going to go to another level again this year. Tedesco is really going to help him so much. Eh? Who Tedesco?
0: Tedesco? I think he's
1: yeah. going to win the M again this yeah. year. Like he's just going to fucking tear it
0: up. Well, one thing that I want to say about South Sydney is is they showed a lot of fight. To be fair, um, yep. Latrell Mitchell, after he dropped the ball, I think it was at the twenty minute mark, really came into his own. After that, he really sort of thought to himself, "All right." Fuck! I've I've got to actually really focus here, and he actually played good for the rest of the game. Um, but I think if if that was any other footy team, South Sydney probably wouldn't have had the same sort of um, intensity for the the length of the game. Now they're missing Cody Walker. That's a big yeah. out. Um, and I just I just can't comprehend. Or I can think of a few ideas, but it just doesn't justify why the hell is Cam Murray. Cam Murray, not in the middle. Not in the middle. Yeah. It just makes no sense to me. Now, I'll just explain why. So, to me, it goes Jason Talmololo, closely followed by Payne Haas. Then the third best middle in the competition, but twice the two biggest human beings on the planet, is Cam Murray. Now, he's in the middle. Now, he's so good that you can put him in second row, you can put him in the center, you can put him anywhere on a football field. But that's not the point. He is their strike weapon. He is their, he is their yeah. X factor, and he needs to get his hands on the ball the most. But also, and you've got Damian Cook in your team. He unlocks Damian Cook, but then to put it all in perspective, disregard where the, where he should play. Just think of the fucking roster that they've got now. No, no. Um, I'm not trying to be harsh or anything to Liam Knight because he'd put me flat on my ass. But Liam Knight is not better than Ethan Lowe. I'm sorry. He's just not better than him. So, Ethan Lowe needs to come into the starting team and Liam Knight needs to go to the bench. Uh, now, if you think Liam Knight needs to start, well, Ethan Lowe's then better than George Burtz. Ethan Lowe's also better than uh, Totola, whatever his name is. Uh, what's his name? The, the other Tertola. starter. Tertola. He, Tertola. He's better than... I think he's better than all three of them, but he's at least better than one of them. So, plain and simple, yeah. you put Ethan Lowe onto the starting side so he can get married to the middle. Now, if you want Murray to play eighty minutes, you're actually shooting yourself in the foot because it's not effective eighty minutes. So yeah,
1: look, he, we'll see. We'll see how long it lasts for this if this if Bennett digs his heels in, or you know, sticks, it's sticks almost like it he's out. trying
0: to bring bring Liam Knight up to speed by get, getting him uh, minutes in first also grade. Trying experience. to get
1: some size in there as well. Like I think you know they've lost. They don't have a, a, as much size as they once did, especially with all the experience they've lost in,
0: in the middle. In the
1: last couple of years, Burgess obviously a massive one, you know. Um, even English, as a fullback in a centre for the last couple of years, is big and sizeable. All the Burgess, the other Burgess boys, even Jason Clark, like, and, and some really strong players through there. And so, you know, I guess he, he's trying to get some size in, but look, you, you just Cam Murray, you just put him in the middle, like the guys like Cam Murray and Victor Radley. They're a special kind that's that play in that middle in yeah. the role that they play for, in
0: different ways. Yeah, different ways. Well, the, the difference is that I think is uh, Bradley has the ball playing ability, and yeah. and Cam Murray has yeah. the playing the ball ability. No, no, he actually has <laughs> the the fast footwork. Yeah, the fast, So his footwork's a little bit quicker than than Murray, and he probably has. Oh, sorry, then Bradley,
1: and he's an enforcer on defense.
0: Who yeah, well, Bradley's an enforcer on defense. Yeah. Um, it was a nice try there from from Cam Murray as well. They managed to yes. get onto to Kyle Flanagan, but they only did that once, which just says to me the Roosters' defense is fucking on. Yeah, it's fucking on. And
1: and how good is Brett Morris?
0: Oh, oh, oh.
1: Ben, that was the play he of the made weekend. Three tackles and kicked the ball out of dead in one in the space of thirty seconds.
0: Yeah, that was the play of the weekend. Play of the weekend. Um, one of, you know, when we used to, so for Harry bats that was the most stats that I've ever been involved, been experienced, right? And one of the stats yeah. they used to have was a double. So if you scored, if yeah. you did two tackles in a row, there was a double, then there was a triple, and then there was a quad. If you did four in a row, it was a quad, or whatever. Yeah. And then it just continued on, I suppose, to six, if you ever did the whole set. I think Clarkie did a few
1: sixes, didn't he? Yeah, Clarky did a whole yeah. set for the one ball.
0: Exactly right. So he actually did a double in one play the ball, yeah. and then did a triple through the set. Now triple yeah. is very rare because it's half the set, and he's a winger. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, I just thought that was pretty cool. And to then see. he put the kick into the end goal, and he was the one that fucking cleaned it up. Yeah, then he cleaned it up exactly. <laughs> yeah, which is a, which is the plan that's itself. Why,
1: that's that's why that's why we have players like Brett Morris and his brother twin brother Josh in our side.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, they'll just, um, and it just shows that those kinds of efforts and performances just sort of rings through the rest of the team. As a fan, it is. As a fan, that's what you, you want your team to win first, but if they don't yeah. win, that's what the performance that you want or the effort that you want to see. Yeah. And you can be happy with that. You can be disappointed in the loss, but you can't be disappointed in the performance. Yeah, and bro. those types of things just make you just feel so. Proud of being able to have those types of people in your team, although you have and no impact in them being there, you just feel stoked that that's the team that you get to support as a, a performance like that.
1: And look at these efforts and these fundamentals and um, things that are that are set within these um, clubs that are successful. As, as, you know, as it goes back to this that rhetoric you were talking before about what Bellamy said, how Bellamy felt about his team when they lost. Yeah, you know, being embarrassed, figured the way they played and the things that they did wrong, and then you look at when, you know, when it slipped around the other way, when those teams, the way they they dig in and they do those those little things and those massive efforts yeah. sort of come with it. And another team, look at the Knights. you cannot, Oh, the Knights this
0: weekend. Wasn't that? Wasn't that unbelievable? Wasn't that
1: unbelievable? What a game! Match
0: three deputants three deputons as
1: well. Tex Hoy, Tex Hoy, they found it. He's the new Messiah in Newcastle. Yeah, but where's we're he gonna going to play? Play him at six.
0: Where's Watson going to play?
1: Watson's off the bench, number fourteen.
0: So you think Tetsuo is better than Connor Watson?
1: Mate, Connor Watson's not playing six. Kurt Mann has been playing six. Yeah, true. Connor true. Watson was named. Connor Watson was actually in the nine on yeah. the weekend. Where
0: was McCulloch?
1: Uh, I think Well, he only just arrived last week. I think so. Who cares? He's just not playing. We we're off to be.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Well, they got uh, they. But I,
1: I would say he'll probably play this week man.
0: If, um, if he knew but that you know, the, even But the guy that
1: came in off the bench, he he, he dug in as well. What's his name? The, Br- Br- um, Randall? Randall. Randall, yeah, seventy four tackles.
0: Randall or Jones, one of them. I can't. Yeah. Brody Jones.
1: Um, he was a forward, I think. Maybe. So look, it was. i buy tax he Just great. He was when they needed someone to step up at the end. He was the one that stepped up. Like just like. When in the, in the kind of shit your pants kind of moments, there's a half when scores are all light, light and everyone's getting tight. Yeah. They're getting spoilt. Um, they, it was the young debutante man who just who was like, give me the ball. Yeah. You know, and that's like, that's, the, you, you know, that's when I see someone do that, I go, oh, there's the Joey. Like, he's just like, give me the fucking ball. Like, yeah. I'm going to make something happen. Love Joey, JT. Talented. That's what these guys do. You know, yeah. that's they want the ball in those moments and they're going to make it happen. Yeah. And it's just a shame that the, Bradman best i I reckon he honestly he should have just thrown the dummy and gone on through for his hat trick. Yeah. No one's taken that big man down within five meters of the line. Yeah, but, but, but did he? Was he that big when we watched him? No, he got big. No, no, he, he's big, he's got bigger than he was last year, when he debuted last year, and then again when we watched him, like he was <laughs> still big for his age. That was yeah, he was 16s. still big. That was 16s, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, but he looked yeah, so tall. Six, he doesn't look tall to, anymore.
1: 16 to, what is he, that's three years ago?
0: He's, he's 19 like? this year.
1: 19, yeah, so three years. So yeah, he was tall, like, and big, but he wasn't, like, built like that.
0: Yeah. Well, you got to, I've got to ask questions, I'm sorry. Especially after what's happened in the Shire. No, 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 no. This is
1: mate, it's just 16. He was a big boy, like, and now, you're, you know, three years of weight training in, in first grade squads and, Mate, with a name like Bradman, mate, <laughs> just got it in his genes.
0: In his genes, well, my well, father
1: knew what he was doing when he named it.
0: Yeah, well, um, I want you to give us some of your early ladder predictions, please.
1: All right, so, so from the from my observations from the weekend, or as, as Rob, would say, the new season. Yeah. Um, uh, I I've got my I've got my tiers of where I feel the team sit. So tier one of the contenders. These. You know, I, I've I've seen enough to know that these two these five teams are definite contenders for the premiership. Um, uh, for the premiership, and other teams need to, to prove me otherwise to, to join this group. Yep. Um, so we have the the you know both grand finalists last year, the Roosters and the Raiders, we've already spoken of. Yep. Um, we have look the Melbourne Storm. You know, you, you're not going to run off the Melbourne Storm, Cameron Smith and, and Craig Bellamy. Yep. Uh, the Manly Seagulls, really yeah. fun team I enjoy watching with the Tru Tra- brothers. Tom Travoj-Vic, after all these great performances, might just be the best player in the comp. Yep. And um the Parramatta Eels, give me justice Siam. for what I've seen. They they yeah. look good and you know I think they, they can really be a, be a force this year. Well the Those Paramount seems to me are the contenders.
0: The Parramatta Seal and the Manly Ringers Seagulls, they actually play each other this week. So they it'll be do. interesting so we'll to get see. the test. Yeah, but the thing with Parramatta, they've played They've played the Broncos, so they perform well against the Broncos. So I'll give them that. Yep. But prior yep. to that, they've played the Titans and the Bulldogs. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Correct. So they perform well against the Broncos. But I've got. To, I've. I don't know if this is fair to say, but I'm going to say it. This is their first real test of the season.
1: It is.
0: It is. Or right, if then. they if they play the Broncos and it's a 16-8 victory over the Broncos. Is it because they beat them so comfortably you felt like that Broncos performance wasn't a test for them? Like, are they being discredited uh, no, no, for I such just, a great I performance? I
1: just don't think the Broncos are in that top tier. Like, I, I think they're, you know, they're a good, exciting, strong team. They're missing players.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're missing um, their two big Yeah, they're big missing a
1: couple, couple of their best players. The Lodgers first um, which game. Which part of, like, especially when you think that, you know, the Broncos are a young team finding their way and their strength is their, like, their talent and their ability to just kind of do something. Yeah. Um, and it comes from, like, strike players in moments. Like, them Fafita, pay the fucking middles. Um, David Pengai Jr., like, these forwards, these explosive forwards, you know, that can have these moments. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if like you said, Manly, that's a test. You know, yeah. Manly, Storm, Roosters, Raiders, those are the games where you go, okay, how do you do in those games? Yeah, And that's where really, you really know. So, my next pool, I've just got I've got the in-betweeners. So, yep. I just call them the in-betweeners because... It's a mix. Look, it's a mixture between these are teams who are on the fringe of can we be contenders pushing up and being on that lower end of the eight, or or, or just missing out, depending on which direction things happen for them this year. Yeah. So in this group, I've got South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah. Um, the Broncos. Okay. The Panthers. So two yeah. young teams with a lot of firepower, a lot of talent. But, um, you know, where they don't have experience in those key positions, yep. I think that that will be a test for them to gain that this year. And then uh, you've got the Newcastle Knights, I think, yep. for sure. You know, a lot of strong players, a strong coach, and I think it was going to be a big shift for them. You know, I think they could be a – for me, they're a smoky to, to sneak yep. into the top. They could sneak in the top four. Okay. They could miss – I don't think they'll miss eight. I actually think they're going to make it. Yeah. And then uh, the West Tigers.
0: Tigers yep
1: Tiger's that how was that that hooker
0: yeah Harry Grant Harry Grant yeah
1: now, mate it's going to be sad when they have to let him go back to the storm yeah yeah <laughs> got, he's got to be Match has got to be trying to get in uh his ear telling him to play one more year I'll well, see if they can sign
0: him would he go back there considering the cheese is already there
1: and the cheese too well the yeah. cheese
0: is already there so he might he might feel as though well he can have that spot and I'll stay up in Sydney maybe
1: maybe Yeah, look, you know, who knows? Look, you're getting opportunities in first grade. You know, it's only a matter of time if they go, look, the players go, I want to sign a contract to play.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Um, And then you've, uh, the Cowboys. Now, the the Cowboys I have a a little more of a, I want to see more from too, but I guess that's what you want to see a bit more from all these teams, really. Yeah. Um, Because they're like, look, I'm in between where I think of you. And look, I've got the Warriors on their own little island. I, I look they've obviously got everything against them, but yep. could there be enough of that factor of the fact that this team has been a, around only themselves for the past month they did their isolation together they're away from their family they've got to have had to galvanize together and all they've been and the thing that brings them together in this time is rugby league yeah and could this be one of the best things for the warriors and they could they <laughs> just do something weird this year yeah. and honestly like how and like why not? In a crazy, it's twenty weeks too.
0: Mick, so Cally, to Mick Kelly says it's the people. best thing that could happen for in them.
1: Twenty weeks, you make a run. You got fucking Roger tuivasa shack in your team.
0: Blake Green, you know? Blake Green, like
1: you
0: know, pretty hiku. What about uh, that? What about the, that? That uh, number seventeen on the on the edge, Katoa, Ali, Ali, yeah, sure. Ali, Alessia, Katoa. I saw an article. So, the, the headline, I didn't read it because I don't like clickbait, but the hard, the headline said he'd played a total of 13 rugby league games prior to the game on the weekend.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: 13 rugby league games.
1: <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's
0: unbelievable. <laughs> but yeah. he obviously, obviously played a little bit of rugby union in his top. Good quality over there, but he was—he was decent. I'd never heard of him before. I was at Matty's house watching that game, and he—he he said, "Yeah, he's got him in his super coach." I thought, "Oh, really?" And then Nick, Monday I was like, "How do mate, I get him in That's a mind? Good You jump on that.
1: How do I get him For in mine? Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, you cheaper.
1: You pick him
0: up, mate. Before the- anyway, we're, we're probably gonna have to call it pretty soon. Was there anything else that you wanted to chat about? Well, look,
1: I. I think it's, uh, you know, it's just going to be very interesting the next few rounds, you know, there's a couple of good games we're going to see for more tests. Broncos and Roosters and whatever else we can talk a bit more, I think, later in the week about next yep. week's games. But um, I think everyone's jumping on this six again and how yep. awesome it is, and yep. I agree. But yep. I think we're already calling it a success after one round, which we love to do. Yep. So let's just wait and see after, like, four o'clock.
0: We get excited very easily in rugby league because it's an exciting fixture. No worries. Anyway, it's been—I've been, yeah. ex- been excited. I've been excited talking to you. Anyway, speaking of that, um, it's been a pleasure. If we're lucky enough, we might be able to get another episode in this week. Uh, but yeah, just—it's just awesome to have the footy back. Totally Bloody cool. awesome. Anyway, it's always a pleasure I talking go. to you, as you know, Kaz. Um, I shall let you go and peace out. Like it up the chooks,